Hey guys, welcome back to Nothing Is Lost, where we discuss all things Christian lifestyle, theology, and Bible literacy. Listen, I am so excited to be back with you guys today. I am so sorry that I missed the last couple days. Um, I wasn't feeling my best, but I'm back today and ready to dive in. So as promised this morning on social media, I will actually be covering verses 1 through 13 of chapter 3. So this will probably be a little bit longer than we're used to, but hey, we got to get it all in, right? So let's just go ahead and dive right in. Um, As I told you guys in several posts, Ephesians chapter 3 is probably one of my absolute favorite chapters in Ephesians. Um, The truth that Paul provides us, especially in the second half of this chapter, which we'll dive into tomorrow, is absolutely incredible. So let's start at verse 1. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles. This sentence is interesting for a number of reasons. First of all, Paul literally stops in the middle of a thought to address the people. Um... He is, it would seem that he's beginning a prayer or some other deep thought, but he stops and literally goes back. And for all intents and purposes, he rehashes the first two chapters that he's provided already in Ephesians 1 and 2. But he also lets the church know that, hey, everything I'm going through is for your sake. It's for the glory of the church so that you may grow in God and you may grow in the faith. Uh, Secondly, he refers to himself as prisoner. We know that often when Paul refers to himself as prisoner, he uses the word doulos, which is bondservant. However, this time it's a different version of the word decimos, which is a person who is confined, especially in regards to a crime or as a prisoner of war. Um, During this time, Paul was being held until he could be tried before the emperor Nero um, to discuss his faith and his beliefs. So when Paul stops mid-sentence, verses 2 through 13 literally are one long sentence in the Greek. We find that Paul is very famous for these long sentences in the book of Ephesians. There are about eight of them total throughout the entire book. So as we continue forward, uh, the next thing that really jumps off the page to me is verse 6. Um, and we're going to camp here for a second. This mystery that is through the gospel the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and shares together in the promise of Christ Jesus. Um, this is where he reveals to them once again the ultimate mystery of the coming of Christ, the work of Christ, um, the entire purpose of his time on earth. He tells them that there are three ways that the Gentiles are now included. First and foremost, the Gentiles are heirs together. When we think about heirs together, once again, it shows that God makes no partiality between the Jews and the Gentiles. He says, no, you're all my children. You're all joint heirs and you all have the same rights and you all receive the same privileges. Secondly, we see that we're members of one body. There's no longer two churches. Um, During this time, often they would say, well, the Jews say you should worship here. Gentiles say you should worship here. Who's right? Um, There's no more room for those types of arguments. We're now one body. We're all one people under Christ. And thirdly, we're shares together in the promise. Meaning once again, that the work that Christ did on the cross was for all of us. It was for everybody. Um, we're all now God's chosen people. We're now all his peculiar posi- His peculiar possessions. Um, let's move ahead to verse 8. In verse 8, it says, Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ. I love that verse because Paul remembers his own past. Paul remembers who he was as an as a persecutor of the church. And he says to them, hey, I'm the least likely person to preach this gospel. However, I have given my life to the furtherance of the gospel. And he lets them know that this this gift, this responsibility, this privilege was given to me um, 
through the boundless riches of Christ. And I, he counted his chains as nothing um, to the knowledge of Christ, to knowing what it was that Christ had done for him and knowing of his eternal salvation, of his eternal gift. Um, and verse nine, he goes on to say, and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for the ages was kept hidden in God who created all things. And again, he lets us know that this has been the plan from the beginning. The plan from the very beginning has been for Christ to be the great equalizer. The plan from the beginning has been that Christ will open the door for all people. That Christ will be the bridge, the connector in everything um, between God and man from the time of Genesis to the church age to the current age. The plan was always for Christ to be the connector and bring us all back together. Um, We're going to jump ahead to verse 12. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. One of my absolute favorite verses, um, if you're reading it in another translation, it may say that we have bold access to him or we have full access um, in different translations. One of the things that is so important is when you break down the definitions of what these words mean and the illustrations that they provide in the Greek. In boldness, it means the trait or being willing to undertake activities that involve risk or danger, especially those that involve being honest and straightforward in attitude and in speech. Um, that is such a strong one for me um, because that's somewhere that we often as people struggle. We struggle with the idea of having to be very straightforward. Um, we often find a way to sugarcoat. You know, you have some people who are just naturally straightforward, don't care, you know, just say whatever they think, say whatever they feel. It is what it is. You get it how you live. However, there are those of us who are otherwise who are like, eh, I'd rather say that a little bit more seasoned or I'd rather be a little bit sweeter or I try to dance around it. When in all actuality, you know, God calls us to a life of boldness. He calls us to um, a life of holy boldness. Um, it's one thing to be bold, but then it's another thing to be arrogant and it's another thing to be rude. But in Christ, he calls us to holy boldness. He calls us to uh, be honest, to be honest about the word of God, to be honest about the things of God, to be honest with the people of God. Secondly, we see access, which is also can also be termed an opportunity for admittance. It's an opportunity to have access to the presence of a superior, especially for the purpose of speaking with a superior. That stood out to me because it reminds us that we serve a holy God. We serve a God who, in all actuality, we have no business being able to be in relationship with him. However, he loves us so much that he gave us access. He opened a door. He made a way that he did not have to make. He cares so much about us and cares so much about our well-being that he gives us unprecedented access to himself. And thirdly, in this verse, we see confidence. Confidence can be described as a state of confident hopefulness in someone or something. It can also mean to be persuaded. In other words, we're persuaded by God. We're persuaded to follow him, to do his will, to do his work. So it it's, I love this verse because it speaks of all the things that God has done for us. And it really sums it up um, into one verse where we can easily understand that, hey, at the end of the day, Jesus came. He came to save the people and to put them in relationship with God. And in verse 13, Paul closes by asking the people, he closes this specific sentence by asking the people, listen, don't be discouraged because of my suffering. At the end of the day, be proud of my suffering because it's for your glory. At the end of the day, what I'm doing 
it's beneficial to you it's beneficial to the kingdom and he reminds us so many times throughout the Pauline works that he's an apostle that he's a prisoner of Christ anything that happens to him is of Christ's accord and it's to further the kingdom and for him to live is Christ but to die is gain in other words to die I'm losing nothing I'm gaining everything to live I'm able to share Christ and bring more people to God but to die I'm going home to be with my father so I have no reason to be ashamed of my work in chains. Um, again, those are a few of the things that stand out to me in that specific section. I would love to know what stands out to you. Take a moment, jump in the comments on one of these social media pages, email me, send me a voicemail. Of course, that information is linked in the show notes and in the comments. Send me a message. I want to know what you think. I want to know what you're learning. And I'm so excited to share with you guys again on tomorrow. Um, we are jumping into probably my favorite section of Ephesians. I told you guys I absolutely love chapter three. Well, my first, my favorite verse is coming up um, in our future readings this week. So definitely take some time. If you haven't already, invite somebody to join us to be a part of what we're doing here and nothing is lost. Our desire is to make sure that we share the word and Bible literacy with everyone. We believe that the word can be easily understood and applied with just a little work and just a little focus. So our goal is that we share what we are doing with everyone. Remember, if you have a question, you're able to reach out to me on any of our social media pages. I do check those very frequently and keep up um, with any questions, comments, and I would love, love, love to help. And remember, you can always email me if you're not sure and don't really want to reach out. That's okay. Feel free to send me an email at leslie at nothingislost.me and that's l-e-s-l-e-y at nothingislost.me. You can also private message me on any of our Facebook pages. We are so excited for this next portion and I look forward to sharing with you guys this week. And if you have any questions, you guys know where to find me. Have an amazing evening and make sure you share, 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 share. If you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube, subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also on Pinterest. So we would love to connect with you guys on one of those mediums. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow.